Back on September 10th, 1988, Billboard launched the Modern Rock Radio Chart. Reach out, featuring the top 30 songs receiving airplay on alternative radio. On September 10th, 1994, that chart expanded to 40 songs. Give it away, give it away now. In 2009, they renamed the chart Alternative. Join me, DJ BK, as we recount all of the classic songs that topped the Alternative chart. All right, full disclosure on this one. This has got to be one of my favorite songs ever. But this is not about me. So let's go back to May 6, 1989. Spring was in full swing. At least I imagine it was, given the date. Uh, When I think of spring, I don't traditionally think of classic horror movies. Despite the timing, the film topping the box office was Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Back like mine, so you'll never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. Now, this film uh, produced an amazing Ramones song on its soundtrack of the same name. The Ramones were a favorite of Stephen King, believe it or not. And what a week for great music when you think about it. Uh, Between the song we're about to talk about and this Ramones song, oh my God, take me back. I don't want to be buried in a bed cemetery. And if you happen to be watching TV, NBC was certainly the place to be. Then the Golden Girls will bust you up. I'm gonna have my breasts enlarged. It's the premiere of the romantic comedy with the unlikely couple. She confuses me. One of the boys. Saturday. As I said, this song is one of my personal favorites. The musical intro that you hear in the background right now is over a minute and 20 seconds long. Now a major record label these days is not going to push a song with over a minute of instrumental intro to radio. Today's generation, of course, is all about instant gratification. Give me the goods and give them to me now. There's a reason TikTok videos are so short. So what is Robert Smith uh, referring to with Fascination Street? I guess you could say it's sort of along the lines of instant gratification in itself. In an interview with Select Magazine, Smith said, I was thinking of Bourbon Street in New Orleans when I wrote the song. I was getting ready to go there and I thought, what the F do I think I'm gonna find? The search for the moment of ultimate perfection, while Bourbon Street may have had quite a scene of popular restaurants, and compelling forms of early jazz in the early 20th century. Over time, it slowly degraded into a party zone with bars and strip clubs. But hey, I mean, you can walk down the street with a handful of booze, and I mean, that could be a moment of perfection to some, as long as their memory stays intact anyway. Interesting story with this song being pushed to radio as the lead single from Disintegration, best album ever. 
But again, this is not about me. The band uh, wanted the song Lullaby to be released as the first single, while Fiction Records, and more importantly, the parent company, Universal Music Group, you know, the bean counters, wanted Fascination Street as the lead single. So the two groups ended up compromising with Lullaby getting released in the UK and Fascination Street only getting a North American release. Fascination Street was able to climb to the top of the modern rock chart and stay there for an amazing seven weeks, making it the longest sitting number one in the short history of the chart at this point, keeping in mind that it was, and some might say appropriately, only the 13th number one song on this young chart. The track also went to 46 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 7 on the Dance Club Play chart, and number 24 on the Album Rock chart. Later on in its life, the song has made appearances on Guitar Hero, Warriors of Rock, and you can find it on the amazingly solid soundtrack to the 1989 film Lost Angels, as well as in the Netflix teen drama series 13 Reasons Why, being featured in the fourth episode of that series. As far as physical releases of this song goes, there's a 7-inch vinyl release with the B-side being a song called Babble. And no, that's not about me. Uh, the 12-inch naturally has the extended version as 12-inch singles did back in the day, which, get this, extends that instrumental intro to over four minutes in length. That's longer than most songs on the radio say. The intro was four minutes. You know, that's perfection if you ask me. Out of Mind's another B-side you can find on that 12-inch release as well as on the CD single. Tolhurst is credited as playing, and I quote, other instruments on this track. That may have just been a gesture from the band as they had not released him from his contract quite yet at this point. Unfortunately, at the time of recording, the founding member and longtime Cure keyboardist was suffering from alcoholism. Tolhurst was fired later on that year, 1989, before rejoining the band in 2011. And here's another interesting fact uh, about the recording sessions when it came to Fascination Street. And chalk this one up to Robert Smith's eccentricity. Apparently, while recording the Disintegration album, Robert Smith uh, created a strange restriction 
amongst his band. He wouldn't speak during the recording sessions. To communicate, he passed notes to his bandmates. Sometimes, when they were in the middle of playing, he was trying to foster a kind of non-verbal communication. <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be annoying at all. Couldn't we, uh, you know, try out new forms of non-traditional communication after work? Either way, they somehow pulled it off, and they pulled it off to perfection. Don't know if I've stated that enough in this episode. Make sure to check out Fascination Street wherever you get your music, on your Spotify, your iTunes, and wherever else you pay for music. And remember to tune in again next time as I take you through yet another modern rock number one.